I got one right here. All right, now you guys get to listen to. I guess the good part of Terry Folds. Who's, who's doing the singing? Here. <laughs> chaos, chaos. The lyrics? Okay. No, the lyrics are Justin Orley. Oh, the, but not the lyrics, but the actual singer? The, the... It's a band called Chaos, Chaos. Okay. Stupid dumb motherfucking bitch. So what did you think of the uh, uh, rest and relaxation? It's fantastic. What do you expect? No, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I liked it too. I. Uh, you know how Rick shed his attachment to his well, right. the, 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 family. The cool thing about it was that getting rid of the negative part of them wasn't just a simple... This it is, wasn't all the self-destructive parts. Right. It was... It was what they thought is were the negative things, which means it was... Like, Morty became a completely a, like, like amoral asshole <laughs> because his... To him, the negative part of him was his, you know, not non-confidence. His non-confidence and his, his, and his moral confidence. His empathy. Right. <laughs> so, it, it was really interesting. And, and, and for Rick, it was, you know, it was not just the, the part of him that... Um, wasn't just this anger right. and his self-destructive habits, but it was also his his, his, his connection to it, family. Right, yeah. And it kind of ties back into that whole Rick C-137 thing, like, you know, or he will never be a true Rick because he cares, you know, that kind of thing. So he kind of, for a moment, was eligible for the Council of Ricks. In, in a way, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he would have been like, yeah, sure. And he was probably the most functional, because he was like... He had all his shit together, and he lost the one thing that was disqualifying him from being a true Rick: his care for his family. Right. Well, I, I guess it's true, and, and but we we didn't we followed Morty more than we followed Rick, so we don't yeah. really see much of, of of Rick's side of that story. But the the because the interesting story I think there the really interesting story is the Morty story is that mm-hmm. you tear that. The negative stuff from Morty, Morty, and he's still, he's still a little shit. <laughs> he's just all the little stuff that makes him a little shit is much more pronounced. His new girlfriend is like Jessica, right? But even better, right? <laughs> like even you know, just more amplified Jessica, right? Be a redhead with like huge tits. And... <laughs> it was very, very good. You know, th- this is this is an excellent show. I, it, it there's this weird thing where a show like this, you you almost like you love the fact that you're enjoying it, but you also hate the fact that if it goes on for too long, it'll get like inevitably it'll lose its its focus and and mm-hmm. you know like you're you're, you're getting I, I, it. I, I miss the, the fact and I watched one of those you know things you missed on Rick and Morty just to help me fill in the gaps. You know, I didn't realize he was up on a moon tower. Like, you know, they haven't. Yeah, Austin, where are those? That they... Austin's where there's most really? moon towers. Uh, they have an arc lamp, right? And they would burn those at night to kind of light up the neighborhood. Right. But then. In the, the 1800s, you know, before they had big, yeah. large scale electric lights. Yeah. The the battery packs that they were using there were the ones that have the sentient species inside. Did... I uh, remember that. Remember the. 
thing where he was getting energy from civilizations or whatnot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, How yeah. could I forget yeah. where, where he has a battery? So the battery one, packs... one, of my favorite, one of my favorite little lines in Rick and Morty was when, uh, in that episode, when, okay, okay, where well, we got to go into the battery, what? And then, you know, mm-hmm. there, there, there's a little bit of the B story, and then it goes back. Oh my God, Rick, where are we? Uh, Morty, remember 10 seconds ago when I said we have to go into the battery, and then we appeared here, and I didn't act like I was surprised at all? <laughs> <laughs> well, the batteries up on the moon tower were those batteries. You know, you gotta, you have to watch the, the nerd, the ultra nerds who kind of <laughs> show you all the callbacks because you know I have a family and I can't remember all that shit. Well, I, I don't have a family and I yeah. still can't remember all that shit. You remember a lot of that shit compared to me. But... Yeah, well, I mean, I I have a very interesting yeah. brain that holds mm-hmm. on to weird information for no good reason. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to some... How many more Rick and Mortys do we got before it's over? It's getting weird. Uh, we have... So that was episode, what? Seven? Maybe two or three. Okay. I'll be gone again for... for God knows how long, yeah. But that's fine. Like, I mean... That's okay. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's a, like curb your enthusiasm, right? You get you get a bit, and then you gotta wait for for the new stuff to come. Or Game of Thrones, even. Mm-hmm. I remember when breaks between HBO shows seemed like a lifetime. Now I'm old, and they seem to come quick. <laughs> so I expect to see the next Game of Thrones in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that 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 is funny because like. My parent, you know, what, what, you know, I got a call from my parents, and I turned forty, like forty-one. Can you imagine? Does it seem like forty-one years? And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I lived it. It does kind of seem like forty-one years." Like they're like, "You're surprised by by the time." And when they always say that, and I'm always like, "No, if it feels like that much time has passed, I don't know why." I don't get that feeling that other people sometimes get, where they say, "Can you imagine?" So this much time has passed. Like I know every day has passed. I'm different. I, I appreciate the "where is time gone" part of it. You know, who knows how much of that is having a family versus not having a family, or you know, just Jeff versus Greg. It's hard to say. Well, the, the, a lot of the people who say that are people who have families. So mm-hmm. there's, but also most of the people you know have families. Yeah. So it's well. So the question is, how much of your days blend together so much that you f- seem to forget that days are passing? Yeah. I mean, do weeks go faster for you now? Like, like, do you like? Holy shit! Like, I just went through a whole. I'm week. not going to say that never happens, but it doesn't right. happen all the time. Yeah. No. I mean, like this past week, it was Friday when I felt like it was Wednesday. You know, like like. Well, I mean, I, I occasionally get that happening. And that's only two days, but I mean, it was also the kind of thing like I felt like I just started this week and it's over. You know, that's kind of the general gut feel I had. And not this particular week, no. I mean, I I am aware of every week, and even if I'm not, I'm intrinsically aware for for whatever reason. So. No, I'm I'm well aware of the passing of time, and 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 it it it's weird when people say I don't. All right, so we've been doing this show for enough. Do the shows feel as far apart as they used to, or do they feel closer together? To me, they feel closer together. Well, they feel closer together because we we went for the period where we were 
doing it all every week. Then <laughs> went through a period where we were just sort of like, okay, you feel like doing your show, you feel like doing your show, and then we went back into mm-hmm. doing it every week. And so I recognized, the yeah, period maybe we that's doing part that. of it. To me, it feels like, but we've been doing it every week for a good two years now or so. Mm-hmm. They feel real. They feel like right up against each other to me. Maybe it's because because I also spend you know a fair amount of time putting the show up. You know, I mean it. Like this week, I, I checked every. I didn't want to make another fucking mistake, right? So <laughs> I checked everything twice. It probably took me three hours, you know, of total work to get the show up, and you know, so maybe that that's in there as well. So you know, but you know, the like, oh my god, it's Sunday already. Greg's coming up. You know, it just seems like we just did a show. But I mean, I'm not compl- not complaining. I no, love no, doing it, these shows, but they seem like they're stacked right up on top of each other. That's interesting because I I noticed the day because we were going to do it yesterday and i changed my mind i told you i was probably mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. but you know i changed my mind late in the day uh and i felt the distance so yeah there is a difference mm-hmm. for sure uh i don't know i'm playing with, with just 3d made that's dog. a that's a dog alley made yeah she just took a bunch of cubes and stacked them it, it's kind of cool it's kind of cool because it, it's sort of irregular and that makes mm-hmm. it interesting that was one of, that was so she had designed that on Tinkercad before we had the printer. After she had done the maker class where they did 3D printing. Mm-hmm. And that was what I had printing on the printer in her room when she came home from school on her birthday. That's cool. But the funny thing is the printer's down here and Jeff uses it most of the time. Well, so where's the thing that you were printing last week? The solder thing? Mm-hmm. That that you had to make a new one. Well, I didn't make a new one. I still got that. The part that didn't finish was the little holder that the solder is supposed to go through. Ah. And I'm probably going to reprint it because the solder gets off the spool and wrapped around this thing and it doesn't come smoothly. Where if it has a guide, it won't come off the spool. Right. So I probably am going to print a second one. I, I designed one where I cut a fifth hole here to hold this fifth tip. Right there. Yep. So I probably did it right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have the I have the model where I cut the hole already. So yeah, reprint that. I will. I should have started it today, about two hours ago, and we could have waited for it to finish. <laughs> but yeah, it's a little solder station. So it holds the solder. Has your iron tips. It has a slot for the solder and so- solder sucker. It's it's one of the more it's just it's one of those things where if I bought something like this I would have paid twenty five dollars right. for. But so you know I just recouped twenty five bucks or went without something I would have never bought in the first place. Now I have it. So, but yeah, I do need to print one. So these will come up to a little place where there's a hole that the solder comes through, and it'll keep it from jumping the spool. So summer's pretty much over, huh? I bet you're happy. Last I'm couple days, super happy. Well, f- first of all, it has not been a hot summer, which has been very nice for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hottest it got was. I probably... was so. I'm sorry. I was so mad yesterday because the weather was chilly. It was cold, but the rain was just coming every every hour and a half. There was another rainstorm. It would have been the perfect day to go on like a great hike because it would have never got hot. Mm-hmm. It would have not been sweaty. You could have wore pants, not to worry about ticks. You know all that shit. And uh, just too much rain yesterday. And I, 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 
I really ha- I did not tweet about it like complaining about the rain because <laughs> oh my god Hurricane Harvey <laughs> ruined my right, hike right yeah <laughs> yeah but it, that has kept temperatures low here the residuals from the hurricane I think you know coming mm-hmm. in here and so we're we're hitting the end of the summer in a pretty cold streak which is great I mean we have. The hottest day was probably like 95, 98 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was not a long period of time. We didn't have a stretch. Where we had a like, really wet summer, you know. Yeah. At this point, climate change is working out for Pittsburgh, but I don't expect it to be a, a streak. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it makes you wonder whether, I mean, because we've had a bunch of warm winters, you know, what's, what a cold winter is going to be like. Um, mm-hmm. So if. If the summer is predictive of the winter, and if we're going to have now a cold winter because we had a cold summer, then we could have a whole lot of snow. Potentially. A whole lot of snow is fun. I mean, it, it kind of fucks with the show, but... It fucks with the show, but it, it's... I I would love to get 24 inches of snow on the ground. I would love it. Well, it's going to happen at some point. I mean, it really hasn't happened. It happened. It will happen once, like five years ago. I remember having to shovel like twenty-five inches right. of snow off my driveway. Uh, what you want is for Max to be like thirteen or fourteen, so he can. So he can do it. So he can do it. Yeah. Nah. What I want is, I want like a week of shutdown where my kids are like playing in the snow, and it's just a joy. You know that that's <laughs> what I want right now because it's the small moments, and that's a small. That's an epic small moment right sure. there. So I'm, I'm fans. Um, I I do not like an entire winter that's bogged down. But sure, I would love. I, I, I'm making myself Move a hypocrite. Move to Boston if you want to. I'm making myself a hypocrite because I what I hate about Pittsburgh winters is that it snows and melts and snows and melts and snows and melts. I want snow to snow. I want to fall. I want a I want a reasonable amount of snow on the ground. I want to last for a few months. You know, that's what I want. You want some sort of, you know, fairy tale yeah, book yeah. thing. Yeah, where you don't have to actually deal with the, the effects of snow. Anytime you have snow that sticks around, I mean, it gets dirty and gross and... Just on the sides of the road. Everywhere. But it also gets that, once it gets that, once you get a warm day and it gets that frozen crust on top, then uh-huh. it's not nearly as, it's not as good of a utility snow. Right. Because... It, it's hard to sled ride on. It's a pain to work with. You know, you can't make snowmen when there's a crust on top of the snow. Yeah, I, I just, I just want everything. I want it all. Well, we're approaching now. We're 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 hitting the the equinox, which is great because this is the thing. Like when I say I don't like summer, people say, "Oh, do you like winter?" So what happened if I can fall in spring? What happened to those periods? Why are you like, no, I like those. That That's half of the year. Fall's the best. Like the weather we had yesterday was perfect. You don't well, get a, you except don't, for the rain. Except for the rain. But you don't get a spring day like that. You know, the, the spring days are... Sure you do. Well, because of the rain. Spring days are typically much wetter. You don't have as many opportunities to get out. Where fall is drier and cool. I don't know. Early spring, especially. You get that. I'm a fall guy. I like. I. I, I have a bias of fall over spring. I. I would probably 
go for fall simply because then I know the summer is not coming up. <laughs> I've had much, you know, if I if I tallied my awesome spring experiences versus my awesome fall experiences, fall is like four times ahead. There that's, is something, that's there, a big part of there of is my something nice term. about the flowers starting to bloom and all that stuff. There is kind of a, a thing about that and the smells of spring, right? For me, that is oh, finally winter's over, right? Summer's <laughs> coming, you know. So it's the opposite of you, right? Where you like you're like dreading those days of summer. For me, it's like yeah. when I see the crocuses bloom, I'm like, oh, the fuck. Well, any, any day, when, oh, okay, God, when I know I'm gonna have to spend most of my time indoors because I hate the fucking humid hot shit then mm-hmm. yeah I, I do not look forward to that when i know that i it doesn't you know i can do whatever i want i can go out or stay in and i'll be happy that i'm mm-hmm. much happier so then yeah the period from fall to through spring is a lot nicer mm-hmm. than the period from like spring through fall where there's a summer in the middle and yeah, there's going to be a period where i hate being stuck indoors sure. yeah, that's the weird thing is that if you think stuck indoors you think winter for most people but for me it's the opposite for me. I enjoy the winter part, and I'm not because I don't feel as stuck as I do in the summer stuff. Right. You can always put on more clothes. You can't take more off. Yes, very much so. I hear you. How's your backpack uh, fashion show? As good as you remember? You get any ice cream and chocolate chips still? It's 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 really very very good. Um, is it as good as I remember? No, no, no. Um, uh, but you know. we drank it at the sweet spot. Yeah, we drank it at the sweet spot. Exactly. Got anything else? Let's see. So, what was the Elon Musk stuff? Right, he's got some new venture fi- funding for his upload me to the Matrix shit or something. Oh, I don't care. Did okay. you see the the, the the picture from the? Uh, the oh, that HDR, HDR one, yeah. yes. I was so, thinking, there's your Corona. That's what you're talking about, right? When you see the Corona, so is... that's better than what I can see with my eyes. Uh, I did see. Oh, the, the did you see Veritasium's eclipse? Yes. Mm-hmm. What he captured is very accurate with what I can see with my eyes. The Veritasium one, Veritasium, Veritasium, Veritasium. He is a really good science communicator. The podcast he or the video, the YouTube channel, the YouTube yes. video he put out right before I've been a that. For a long, long time. But the one he put out right before the eclipse was talking about how they're redefining the kilogram for Planck's length. Yes, and he went through this crazy equation and showed how it all equaled out to this thing, and it made sense. And then he's at the eclipse, and granted, it was his first time, but he's like, "What is happening? I don't even know, uh-huh. dude. You know now, sure." You can be gobsmacked, you can be speechless. Well, he knows, but he but but the 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 human feeling is not part of the equations, right? right? The, right. The feeling, no, but, but like my response was my response like my first tweet right after totality was not I don't understand what happened. It was that was insane. Maybe I'm splitting hairs. His his. The quality of his video, like I said, mm-hmm. what he captured on his camera was what I saw. So when you saw that, you saw what I saw. Okay, yeah. And then I saw that before you, before I talked to you. So yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But but 
This, no, he's, he, he was trying to express the human emotion that comes mm-hmm. from it, which is not part of the math, right? So I, and, and I that's, get you. It was just when he said, I don't even know what's happening. And I was like... Because he doesn't. He doesn't understand because he's, he's a science communicator. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate mm-hmm. the emotion? You well, you that. say, I can't even explain to you how fucked up this is. I can't explain to you how awesome this is. <laughs> No, I don't know what's happening. But well, it's a nitpick. It's a nitpick. It's, but, it's a real nitpick. Cause... But no, the rest of the video, like I said, the the exposure that he captured. Mm-hmm. So Greg's looking at this high dynamic range exposure, mm-hmm. which is awesome because you can see the face of the moon very dimly. You yeah. can see the dark and the light on the moon. You, you can see some see, prominences. You can, oh, the prominences are like bright fucking red. Yeah. And then you can see the corona, which goes out, like, I would say six times the diameter of the sun. Uh What you could see with your eyes was about three times the diameter of the sun. You didn't see this spectacular um, fountain on top. You could see the left and the right. The wispiness. The wispiness. So, I mean, this one is... This one's... I'm getting shivers right now looking at this. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And... But if it's you a go- fantastic picture, like yes. a, a incredibly well done picture, and 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 tell, goes into all the details of what mm-hmm. went into it. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of you know, in terms mm-hmm. of of the the exposure, the different exposures and different frames that are you have stops here. and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. how so, many frames? But are it really com- is just composited. an amazing picture. And then you can also see, see here's a, one of one of these Venus and one of these Mercury. I bet this mm-hmm. is Venus and that's Mercury. I bet so. I get yeah yeah I thought Venus was further away but it could be I, I'm not I'm not ready to argue that I thought Venus was much further away than it's possible but I mean these are clearly either they're stars or or planets one of the two well but know, the fact that they are if they're on the ecliptic they'd be in the frame right so yeah and and the fact that they we don't I don't see the this one actually has a diameter to it yeah anyway. Beautiful picture, Greg. Thank you for real you know, re-showing that to me. Uh, oh my god, eclipse! I mean, the, the amazing thing is that this is the kind of picture that can be done in like 2017, right? I mean, the, the ability mm-hmm. to make a picture like this—you you probably could have done something like this 20 years ago, but the only, but it would take a huge amount of resources. Mm-hmm. But some amateur could do this, and well, with their home equipment, prosumer, still an amateur. Still an amateur, but I mean, this is a guy with a thousand dollar camera. Yes, for sure. This is not a. This is not a. a, a, a... And he spent twenty hours compositing this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yes, yes, amateur, but he I mean he's a pro sumer. He, you know, like I said, he spent you know so much time compositing. It's so beautiful. It it's... is a beautiful picture. It is, it is, and it captures like I told you last week or a week before, whatever it was. I'm like, you know, almost every picture you see of the eclipse, the corona is this tiny little fire ring around the moon. And when I saw it with my own eyes, there was it was three times the diameter of the moon. And this is even better. This captures what you what you saw really, mm-hmm. really even even more detail. This is better than what I could see. Yeah. And like I said, the Veritasium video is spot on with what I could see. And that's really cool. The, the the way the corona is pulsing out from the sun, 
I mean, you can kind of see like magnetic ring like arc lines and stuff yeah. at certain points. Like I'm not like over here. You see these curving and these curving. You can see how they meet up. Right. Oh, it's bonkers. It. Everybody, everybody, get on the eclipse line in 2024. I mean, I saw in a thing less than one in a thousand people have witnessed totality, and it's worth it. It's worth it if it's if you. <laughs> Go, 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 go. Go, Greg, go. I hope you get to see it in 2024. I hope so, too. I still have to do research and figure out, like, like statistically where the clear skies are on April 8th. Yeah. But, I mean, Probably Cleveland is not that far away. Cleveland's so. close, but I'm not expecting a high probability of clear skies on April 8th. But just drive south. All the way to Austin. There at some point Jester, along the way. Jester King is in the path of totality. Can you imagine the fucking party they're gonna have? Let's go there. <laughs> if we can get tickets. Come on, they have a, you know, they have a farmstead, right? So they have tons of space. Yeah. Can you imagine the party they're gonna throw? It's awesome. It'll be awesome. It's gonna be expensive. <laughs> but Jester King is in the path of totality. Well, if we're still doing the show, we'll see what we can do. Okay, that is that wraps it up for September 3rd's show, 435. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will uh, talk to you soon.